Welcome to the Essential Geopolitics Podcast from Stratfor, a rain company. I'm Emily Donahue. Each January, Stratfor releases a terrorism forecast. Part of that includes monitoring jihadist militant groups. For guidance on 2021 trends, I reached out to Thomas Abihana, Stratfor's global security analyst. Happy New Year, Thomas. Happy New Year to you, Emily. Glad to be here. Thank you. Listen, what jihadist groups will Stratfor be focusing on in 2021? So the main two ones we're going to be focusing on are Al-Qaeda and the Islamic State, uh, and then their respective branches around the world. And what are we forecasting them to do over the next year? So the long and short of it is we do expect them to be a persistent and steadily growing global threat in 2021. Um, These groups over, well, especially Al-Qaeda over the last few decades, um, then the Islamic State, to a lesser extent, has proven resilient in these areas um, in the face of adversity because they possess a, a number of factors which allow them to endure beyond uh, pressure from governments, um, insurrections from within, uh, and other factors. Um, and these include they have extensive financial resources, they have a lot of manpower. They have institutional knowledge and organizational frameworks. They have, uh, to some extent, enduring ideological appeal. Otherwise, they wouldn't be around for this long. And they have the continued ability to operate in really largely ungoverned spaces. And all of these make them strong in comparison um, to a lot of other non-state armed actors that we see throughout the world. Uh, And... They, these remain advantages for the groups, uh, despite the fact that, uh, to be honest, they have sustained losses and really faded from Western headlines and political focus um, in 2020, uh, with the exception of France, which had uh, pretty large uh, high-profile attacks. Um, but both of these groups, uh, beyond those factors, are going to benefit from the ongoing impact of COVID-19 which weaken governments around the world um, and allow these militant groups to really regroup and refocus these resources in those ungoverned spaces. Uh, Likewise, we can't say this for every single government in the world, but for the the most part, military and counterterrorism budgets could face cuts in 2021, and that's going to decrease the amount of pressure that governments can, can put on those. Uh, and then they're also going to look to exploit uh, other grievances exacerbated by the COVID-19 pandemic. So think of things like poor economic conditions, um, people who are angry with their governments. Those groups are going to try to find people who are uh, upset by those factors and recruit them into the group uh, to boost their own numbers. Thomas, how does Stratfort categorize these groups and where do they pose the most danger? So, like I mentioned, we have the Islamic State and Al-Qaeda, and we categorize them into three different categories. Um, So the first one is the core groups. Um, This is just one of one uh, for the Islamic State. That's in Iraq and Syria. That's where they got the name ISIS from, uh, the Islamic State in Iraq and Syria. And for Al-Qaeda, it's in the Afghanistan-Pakistan area. So these uh, two two bases really uh, represent the central totems 
of the global movements that they have. But they also have, and this goes to the second category we have, branches around the world. Um, so each of these groups have different uh, groups in North Africa, in Sub-Saharan Africa, uh, other parts of the Middle East, uh, in South Asia, in East Asia, which have pledged allegiance to the core group. So these are militant groups like uh, one example is Boko Haram in Nigeria. Uh, that group was a militant group with its own arms, its own people, um, its own ideology and everything else. And then it pledged allegiance to the Islamic State in Iraq and Syria, and therefore it became a branch of the group. So, And then for al-Qaeda, some of the most prominent examples we have are AQAP, so al-Qaeda in the uh, Arabian Peninsula down in Yemen, and then al-Shabaab actually is a branch of al-Qaeda down in Somalia as well. And then the third one are the grassroots militants. And these are what other companies and, and forces refer to as uh, lone wolf actors. So people who are inspired by the group's ideology to carry out attacks, uh, but are not necessarily tied to the group directly in any way. Uh, and the three hot spots that we really see for this type of activity, the three regions that we're looking at uh, in Stratfor is, well, one, the Middle East, uh, two, South Asia, and then three, actually, is where we expect to see the greatest uh, or greatest quantity of activity in terms of attacks, kidnappings, other operations, and that's in sub-Saharan Africa. Aside from jihadist militant groups, what other forms of terrorism will Stratfor be focusing on this year? The other main one that we're going to be focused on, again, because jihadist militancy is not the only form of terrorism in the world by a long shot, um, is the first one are right-wing terrorists. And we have seen them grow pretty substantially as a threat over the last five years. Uh, and then in 2021, we expect them to pose a, a varying amount of um, threats to Western societies um, throughout the year, um, despite the fact that they are going to be facing increasing attention from security forces. Uh, and then the most uh, concerning of these are going to be those who actively uh, conduct and, and uh, promote violence against uh, groups and people groups that they simply hate, like immigrants and minorities and other perceived enemies. Uh, and we've seen uh, horrific attacks in the U.S. and uh, European countries as well, uh, like Germany, where we saw right-wing extremists targeting Muslims. Um, in Germany, uh, we saw them uh, targeting uh, Jewish synagogues in Germany. Uh, we also had the um, horrific example of the Christchurch shootings in uh, March of 2019. All of those were high-profile terrorist attacks conducted by right-wing extremists. So that's something that is on the radar of Western intelligence agencies, Western governments, Western law enforcement. However, much like the jihadist militancy, uh, the that uh, pernicious ideology, the far-right ideology is also pernicious, and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Therefore, we expect throughout the year to see these uh, unfortunately, these types of attacks continue in Western countries or people attempt to carry them out. Uh, again, Western law enforcement and intelligence officials are going to be on high alert for these types of types of attacks. But it's not only the 
premeditated shootings and bombings that we're, we're looking for. We're also looking for a kind of anti-government extremists who conduct attacks on a whim. So uh, vehicular assaults, people running down people in cars on the streets. Um, and then other other instances where we see uh, protests of, of far-right groups, and then they don't necessarily go in with the intent of violence, but then the protests escalate relatively quickly into violence, and those people end up carrying out attacks against uh, police officers, against civilians. Uh, and if you are carrying out attack uh, in order to intimidate a civilian population or to enact political change, that is by definition a terrorist act. Uh, therefore, we do view these groups who conduct violence in order to uh, advance their political agenda as far-right extremists. And so that's going to be a, a primary one that we're going to be wanting to watch uh, in 2021. And it's worth noting that these types of attacks from far-right extremists pose a much more direct threat to the West itself than any of these jihadist groups, uh, whether it's Islamic State or Al-Qaeda or anything else. Uh, the West has taken, uh, in the last few years, uh, many more attacks and casualties from these far-right extremists than they have of Al-Qaeda or the Islamic State. Thank you for that, Thomas. Thank you for having me, Emily. Thomas Abihana is a global security analyst with Stratfor and Rain. If you'd like to read more about Stratfor's 2021 terrorism forecast, sign up for Stratfor's free newsletter at worldview.stratfor.com. That's worldview.stratfor.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.